Pat and Tanya Hakaraya operate their lawn mowing business in and around Otaki. And at $20,000 for one of their ride-on mowers, it's an investment into their livelihood that Pat takes seriously. About four years ago, his cousin, Libby Hakaraya, directed the short film The Lawnmower Men of Kapu. She would call on the expertise of Pat to help train the actors, Rawiri Paratene, Rob Mukaraka and Sunny Arahanga. At the Wairua Film Festival in 2012, the short film won an award. Pat and Tanya were on hand to accept it. This year, Libby organised the inaugural Māoriland Film Festival in Ōtaki, and yes, Pat and Tanya were right there to help, from selling tickets to logistics. By now, the couple's interest in film began to permeate. So it was with some excitement that both Pat and Tanya will join Libby to take in the world's largest Indigenous film festival, Imaginative, in Toronto, Canada. A few weeks out from the trip, I caught up with the trio in Ōtaki. Ko Pat Hakaraya hau, uh, ko Ngāti Raukaua ki te tonga uh, te iwi, ko Ngāti Kapu Tūturu, born and bred in Ōtaki, have a little law main business here, and yeah, got, got kids and, and mokos who are still living in Ōtaki with us. I'm Tania Hakaraya, I'm uh, Ngāti Pākehā, uh, born and bred in Wellington, but been living in Ōtaki now for oh, over 30 years. Absolutely loving it. Uh, and, uh, of course, I'm Patrick's wife. Kia ora. Kia ora. Kia ora, Tanya and Libby. Oh, Naira, mihi ki a koe, Justine. Kia ora. Uh, ko Libby Hakaraya toku ingoa, um, ko Otaki te awa, nga, ta, nga pai maunga o Tarurua, uh, ko te pau o tainui te marae, ko Ngāti Kapimanua Whiti te hapu, ko Otaki, uh, the centre of the universe, Justine, as you said, <laughs> alluded to. Um, so I only know that because I was brought... Born, uh, born in Wellington and brought up around the Mutu and Kirikirirua. And, uh, but I came here at every opportunity um, with my father, whose people hail from, from here. Um, and, and my mother also has a connection with the Kapiti Coast um, in Paraparumi. So this was a, a real home for me, Ōtaki. So when I grew up and had the opportunity to move, um, I, I hot-footed it down here. Two of the first people that um, made me work for my... My uh, way in, really, were Pat and Tarns, and I mean that with love. I mean, they were always here, they have always been here, and uh, yes, so we're very proud of our, our papakainga of Ōtaki. But I wrote a film script, a little short film script, called The Lawn Moment of Kapu, and then I, I wanted to... There's only one person I really wanted to talk to about it, and that was Pat, because... Um, Pat, as he says, had a lawn mow- has a lawn mowing business, and the film is about um, three men and their lawn mowers. But more than that, it's about how our aunties um, run things, and they do it in a way that's often unseen, or <laughs> they do it in a way that's often loving. Um, mm. But they certainly determine how we all fit in. In sharing that story with with Pat and Tarns, uh, with Pat and Tanya, what happened was, you know, I, I there were two things I, I needed to make the lawn mowing part of the film authentic, but I also needed um, their support and their help, and they gave that to me in absolute spades, and the film wouldn't have been made without them. So in some ways that was the start of the journey. That was four years ago. We made that at our little marae, Te Tainui, and we made it with some great actors, and we made it with four of our aunties. Some of the things that you'll never see in the film, but, you know, a day of training up Rawiri, Paratini and um, 
Sunny Arahanga and Rob Mukakaraka to ride, ride on lawnmowers <laughs> was some of the most hilarious action. Um, Patrick set out a course for them out on the farm and they had to ride around, not nice. the cones, but around stakes in the ground. And they, you know, because he wasn't letting out this expensive gear for some, you know, some townies to. Because that, that, <laughs> that was Pat's livelihood, eh, Pat? Aye, aye. You were talking of uh, over $20,000 per mower. And I had to show them how to use it and make sure that they were safe and that they uh, treated my gear that, so I could go out the next day and work. And so. Um, it was great fun because none of those guys, I don't think, had ever been on a mower. They probably hadn't even pushed a mower. So <laughs> no, I'm saying that in jest. But, but it was great because they were just uh, so funny watching them and their, and their actions. Once I left them alone and left them to it, they just carried on and it was normal to them. Yeah. Yeah. It's so, I mean, that's the wonderful thing about making any um, collaborative project, but film especially, is that, you know, Pat watched these guys learn some of what he does and him and Tanya do, you know, I mean this is years and years of um, of, of doing that, that enables him to ride these commercial lawnmowers in the way that they do and then be able to mm. to show somebody else. And then what happened was Patrick and Tan's got to watch um, watch the boys do what they do, you know, be actors. Where did you see your involvement at that stage in terms of the Māori Land Festival? Um, I just saw myself as, as a staunch supporter of what Libby and Tainui were doing and I felt for, for people here in Ōtaki we don't have a lot of opportunities and so f if we can encourage our younger generation to step up, to have a look at what goes on within this industry and find their little part that they can play, then this has got to be good for, for everyone in this town. And so I, I supported it um, thinking that that was my part and uh, Libby waves the finger and you step up and there's other jobs to be done and as there usually is as there yes. usually is with Libby yep but but oh, I, I have thoroughly enjoyed it and so we've fallen into this thing and and I don't see us ever getting out because it's just too exciting and and I'm hoping that for me I hope that uh, our younger generation will step up and get into this because way, way better than being a concrete worker or anything mm. like that. I'm not putting those people down, but we need other opportunities for our kids. And, and this is a way to see the world without even leaving the, the couch. The Lawnmower Men of Kapu won an award at the 2012 Wairua Film Festival. Pat and Tanya attended the event. That gave them the film bug. It was pretty daunting because it was a very yeah, ended up a very late night for us. And we were a bit uh, yeah, a bit blown away with all that we saw, um, but we had a great weekend. And at the end of it, we came back down and 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 to top it all off, uh, Lawnmower Men of Kapu won the People's Choice. So, so you that had to was, go up and say an we acceptance. had to go up on on stage and accept. <laughs> yeah. That was it was really exciting. It, you know, it felt like being at the Emmys or something or Grammys or you know nice. it was it was neat. Um, so as a result of it, when we came back home and we were buzzing about it and spoke to Tainui and Libby and said, you know, this was, this was a great experience. What had you known of film before that period, before that time? Oh, short film? nothing. Coronation Street. <laughs> <laughs> Coronation Street and Shortland Street. <laughs> no, nothing, really pretty much nothing about New Zealand, well, 
particularly New Zealand, but short films. You know, we'd go to the movies now and then. Yeah, for the feature. But yeah. it's the feature films. And and it was neat to talk to people that made them and listened, listened to them and um, the interviews after each movie, um, each, each flick, to, to find out more about the whys and wherefores of it. Uh, and specifically that it was made here. Mm. You know, this mm. isn't, these aren't Hollywood movies. These are our stories. So when we got back home to Otaki, we sort of said to Libby and Tainui, you know, that was, that was a pretty neat weekend. We were really tired, but it was a neat weekend. And we should do something like that in Otaki. You know, people need to know about that. So yeah, everyone agreed yeah, it was a good idea. And then last year, late towards the middle of last year, Libby came up and said, oh, we're doing a film festival. And we're going to run it in November. And we thought... Well, you can't because it's just too busy for us. <laughs> you know, we, too many we, lawns too to many lawns oh. to springtime. Yeah, so we changed your plans and kicked off in March, and, yeah, that's how our story started. At the inaugural Marketing Festival, no doubt a success. So what has that led to, mm. an exciting... Well, we had a plan. Um, <laughs> we have a plan. <laughs> in this first year, we wanted to put that brand out there. You know, we are capable. Uh, we are professional we look great, and I'm not talking about Pat because Pat, he looks good all the time, but yes, he does. <laughs> Fabulous. But I'm talking about the town. I'm talking about, I mean, we li- live in a beautiful um, environment, the mountains and the, the river and the, the sea and um, everything within it. We have a great community. You know, Otaki is a town where you can hear Māori be sp- being spoken with pride. It's just as much as you can, you know, look around and see that there are people here that have lived together and, and, and worked together. And I kind of see that what, hap- what is happening to our small towns around the country, because, of course, we make, we make um, shows like It's in the Bag and My Country Song. Yes. Is so often the little towns and all the richness in them are over, overlooked and lots of things are, you know, decisions are made outside of, of our small places. But this is where the gold is. And I realised that when I was in Berlin at the Berlin Film Festival last year and again at the Toronto Film Festival, uh, the Imaginative Film Festival in Toronto towards the end of that year. And that's why I came home and said, you know, we filmmakers are, in, in some ways, we get to see what the world sees and how we're viewed. And I just saw this township um, being part of that. And I looked at what Robert Redford had done for Sundance. Yes, in Utah. You know, in Utah, in a small small town that has the same population as Otaki, about 6,500 people. Well, now, you know, 40,000-plus flock to that small town in the mountains. It's pretty, you know, it's not on a strip. It's not easy to get to, but they go because they go for the films, the interaction to meet the filmmakers and to do deals. And the business side of it's really important, to do deals around financing new films, all sorts of things. So the money flows into that town and mm. into the creative you know, um, teams and all the rest of it. Yes. And I thought, well, Otaki is capable of hosting that. And we have, um, we're easy to get to. Um, we're hard to leave. <laughs> <laughs> and I say that because we invited this year, we invited, uh, we had uh, a wonderful Canadian filmmaker who brought her, her collection of films and documentaries. We had the, um, the first... Director of Imaginative in Toronto, who is they're the largest Indigenous international film festival in the world. Wow. Um, so he came over. We had a Navajo Indian filmmaker who was just extraordinary. I mean, this man came out of the desert of Albuquerque and and into our you know into our community. <laughs> so we have a strat plan, and the strategic plan is that we are going to grow. Um, this year, next year's film festival 2015 will be 5.5 days. 
um, already we've put the invite out to a number of, um, of international filmmakers. When we go to Toronto to Imaginative next month, that's where we're going to find our, our gold, if you like, our, both the films and be able to invite visiting filmmakers from around the world. Yes. But we've also got, I mean, look at the films that we can show next year because we're not a premiering film festival. We don't, we don't need, to my mind, there is a wealth of film sitting in library shelves all over yeah, the world ready to be played. An archive yeah. that we can... We, but, but also with films like the New Zealand films that have done so well, um, The Deadlands, um, The Black Horse... Um, Sorry, the Dark Horse. I've got Black Black Horse on my mind. The Dark <laughs> Par Horse, Boys, Parboys. Um, well, we had Parboys this year, but we're going. You know what we do in the shadows, uh, Fantail. All those films come with a story, and it's the behind the scenes that makes those films even more exciting and enriching. So, you know, by the time March rolls around next year, a lot of people will have seen films like The Deadlands. Um, yeah. But you know, we had Lawrence um, Makawari and a number of other actors with us at this year's festival. Lawrence has ties to Otaki, so you know we're we're getting the bro back. And this time, you know, people will go, "Wow, Lawrence, we didn't realise that you're so super super <laughs> famous." Because when he came to Otaki this year, he just wandered around. Yeah, of course, <laughs> he would. And yeah. we want that to continue. We don't ever want to be a festival where you have the exclusive. VIP and the this and that and the, you know because then it makes it accessible, eh, yeah, to we the want public. it to be accessible to everybody, including our own. And as Pat as Pat says, you know, everyone can play a part in that, and that's kind of the thing that that's part of our strategic plan. That you know, this festival will grow, it will bring an economic and cultural and social development and strength to our mm. to our papakainga. Um and just who knows how far we can we can go with it. The Imaginative Film and Media Arts Festival will begin on the 22nd of October, held in Toronto, Canada. The four-day festival will feature a range of Indigenous movies from all over the world. It's also a chance where Pat, Libby and Tanya will get to choose which films they would like to include as part of the festival lineup at next year's Māori Land Festival. Well, well, my number one, my number one aim of um, getting up there is to study a lot of the behind-the-scenes administration. Um, I mean, we were really flying by the seat of our pants. You know, yeah, we, we made it up as we went along, pretty much this year. <laughs> <laughs> it, it was all it was all accounted for. But <laughs> so you went um, and get stuff like yeah, that, yeah, to to investigate a lot of their ticketing. Um, the events that they run, how they run them, why they run the volunteers them. The volunteer system is huge up there. Yeah. Um, and I mean, it's our volunteerism. Is that the yeah, word they, yeah, that's what yeah, they refer to it as volunteerism. And we've had so many people here in our community who want to be involved. Our community is fabulous. And people are saying, oh, I'm going to take the week off next, yeah. ne- you know, next year. What can I do? So Big the job, ho- though, it for is. you, Tanya. It's, <laughs> Yeah, it is. Not that but it's that's solo. why we we have to we really have to um, investigate it and use those people, these fabulous people that are wanting to help. You experienced a, ta- a taste of what it was this year. Oh, it was neat. Uh, any fears that it could get a bit too big for Otaki? No, I don't think so. No, 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 no. We've got such great support. That's that's not an issue. Yeah. And we'll just we'll grow it. We'll grow it as it and develop it as it as it should go. But no, our support system here is fabulous. So logistically, in this small township, it coped well. It did cope yep. well. We've got fabulous venues, um, really exceptional venues. 
Um, your role has something to do with um, kids' shows. <laughs> Can you explain yeah, more about I, that? I got the short straw. <laughs> no, I, I, my role is to, is, uh, as Libby said, this is not a jaunt. This is uh, business. <laughs> Get up there. We have to learn everything we can. And my role is to um, sort a whole heap of short movies or films or documentaries that uh, we can show to, to Tamariki, uh, to, to, to our kura in this town, to the schools. And so um, in that, I, I'll, I'll go up there and look at as many films as I can and come back with... Uh, some stuff that I hope is educational, that I hope the kids will enjoy, and that they can possibly learn something from, which will encourage them to go f further into this film industry if they wish. And so it's a bit daunting for me because I'm not very good at sitting watching movies or, f or films. Um, uh, it has to be really interesting before I'll sit down, or uh, something like rugby's easy, but... <laughs> um, yeah, but I, I'm going to take it on board and I'm going to do it because uh, it's just another learning curve within life and, and I think if I can come back, I think the proud moment will be for me is the kids at the end of it will mm. enjoy what I come back with. Imaginative, as I said earlier, is, one of, is the largest uh, indigenous yeah. film festival. So they do have something like 200 and something films in their in their five day schedule. It's massive. So you have multiple screenings happening. Um, you know, so you might you have to choose. You can't kind of schedule your so that you see everything in the festival. You have to choose, like because they'll have a screening happening at this time, and over in the other oh. three cinemas there'll be. You know, three other films shown, so you have to choose right. what you can see. And um, so, a small part of that may just be kids' shows for yes, what Pat might yes, be watching. Pat won't have to watch too right, many films. Right, right, <laughs> got you, got you. But I'm sure he'll try. Uh, <laughs> and so, Libby, your your role, you're going to be part of the the prize jury. Yes, um, that's that quite an honour. That came completely yeah. out of the blue. I think it might have something to do with the fact that we took uh, there were 18. Inclu uh, 18 of us, including Pat and Tanya, and filmmakers um, who went to Kapiti Island on the Monday. So the film festival, Māori Land, closed on the Sunday, and then on the Monday we went to Kapiti Island for the night. So what? we took our international visitors, some New Zealand Māori filmmakers, and um, and the three of us went over in Tainui, and we hosted them over there. And I think um, at the end of that uh, day and night, I mean, part of our growing the relationship between Māori land and, and um, imaginative. I mean, given they're in the northern hemisphere and we're in the southern hemisphere, yes. uh, in a Skype conversation I had with Jason about two months ago, I said, you know, it's really interesting, Jace, because as we explore not only our relationships and um, as filmmakers, but mm. our relationships as Indigenous people, it almost feels like this it ha it's happening so easily and so... There's so much, uh, you know, fluidness and the thing. It's it's going yeah, very like it's well. Yeah, it's very natural relationship. <laughs> and I mean, we've known we've known each other, and I've been going to Imaginative for about, off and on for about ten years. So, but what's interesting is, I said, you know, it feels like it's already been predetermined. And he said he'd been thinking the same way. And he said, and I love this. He said it's like, it's like a walker. We're revisiting the trade routes. And I thought that's absolutely right because, of course, the northwest passage and the currents flow down our way and then in the different time of the year they flow back the other way. Libby's husband and fellow film producer, Tainui Stevens, pointed out just how special her role is as part of the prize jury at Imaginative. 
And he said, he came back and he said, did you know that you're the first person outside of North America to be invited to be on the, ma the imaginative jury? And that just blew me away. I had no I idea. Yeah, I thought there I must have been other people. And so apparently I'm the first one and um, I have to do a very good job and they've just sent me 27 hours worth of films to look at um, over the next few weeks. Yeah, I'll probably go a little bit cross-eyed and a bit get a bit crankier. Maybe, <laughs> maybe one a day until you go. That's right. Or yeah, two, two a day. Two days. But what's exciting about that is all of those films have the potential to come to Māori Land next year if not more that we haven't that haven't been put into the you know haven't been designated as prize potential you know or prize potential winners or whatever so that just excites me that you know Māori Land gets the opportunity to preview some films to bring them back you know so Libby you're sitting on a jury with how many other filmmakers or uh, there's there's four there's a sun jury and a moon jury and I'm on the sun jury which in sunny Otaki is very relevant and um, <laughs> there's three of us Okay. And then there's three on the moon jury. Um, and we've all been given our tasks and... Uh... Exciting stuff. Exciting. So, Pat, who's going to do the lawn mowing business while you're uh, lapping up six days in Toronto? Oh, no, we're gone for about two weeks. We're going up early. Oh, okay. A couple of few days. Just at... for some R&R time before yeah, you... There's a few or... craft markets to see in Vancouver and, and, and before we go to Toronto. And... We, we have a good client base, yeah. and they're always at us to take holidays, and we don't. <laughs> I've got a mate who's put his hand up, nice. and uh, I, I'm pretty certain everyone um, everyone will be understanding. Oh, of course. And, and most of them are, are all long-term clients of ours. You know, Pat, um, Tainui Stevens and Libby Hakaraya, between the both of them, come with such a huge depth and you know, they're, they're, both of their kits here are full in terms of their experience in TV and radio. What do they? What do you think they bring to this town of Otaki? With, with all the knowledge that they have, uh, I, I think that they they come with humbleness and and um, an ability to allow people to attach themselves to them is part of the learning curve of Māori land and, and films and an excitement and, and an energy that I hope uh, our people in town carry on. And I sort of reflect on Tania's grandfather said to me one day, never be shy to allow your kids to be better than you. Mm. And uh, I'm quite proud that, that I think that uh, Tainui and Libby will do the same. And I think it's an important buzz that you allow people to be better than what they are. And even if they're better than you, go with it and be happy that you've been part of their journey in life. So it's part of our short films that we want of kids. But I, I, I always remember those words from he, him. He died at, at 92 oh. years of age. And, and I suppose a couple of years before he died, those were the words of wisdom that he passed on to me. And so I think that that's a really important um, to, to take up, and I think that I can say that Libby and Tainui also have that mantle, that, they, that the people around them try to be better than them, and don't be shy and angry if, or jealous or green, or green with envy or whatever if they are better, because you've been part of that. Kia ora, Tanya, Pat and Libby, Hakaraya. All the best for the Imaginator Festival that kicks off this Wednesday in Toronto, Canada.